Hello and welcome to the Michael T. Justice Podcast. Thanks for listening, and if you would like to respond to any of the things you hear, please hit me up here on Anchor, or at Twitter, at Michael T. Justice, or Facebook, Michael T. Justice. The biggest problem Biden's got, and I don't know how to... The conservatives are having a heyday with this whole notion is that he's an old white guy. And the question is now, people are starting to figure out, okay, this white privilege thing is a real thing. Yeah, yeah. And how do you acknowledge that and not say you're sorry for anything you've ever done? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because... Yeah. <clears throat> That's part of the old school politics too, right? Is yeah. you don't apologize, you just kind of say, "I'm sorry that you got offended, but that wasn't where I intended." And yeah. you know, but the reality of it is, you're gonna have to just say, "I'm sorry," because this is America, yeah. and don't nobody want to say that. Like they don't want to say, "This is America," and it's. These are some fucked up things about it that we need to fix, or that you know, just you know, because I got a thing on Facebook or Twitter or something like right before the Biden thing came out, I got a thing from a woman that I know, and I don't even remember where it was, but. It was a message that's been being passed around. And it says something like, when you're going through a crowd, it's unnecessary for you to put your hand on a woman's back to move her, you know. And I had to stop and think when I saw that. Like, damn, yeah, I do that. You know, if I'm in a crowd, if it's a thousand people and we're trying to get out of this crowd, you know, I find myself... I, I call it swimming through the crowd, you know. And it's just this thing where I'll lightly put my hand on the back of a woman and just be like, excuse me, and kind of moving her. But I don't really do that so much with a guy. With a guy, I kind of turn my shoulder and bump, you know, shoulder to shoulder and say, excuse me, I'm coming through. You know, it's a different vibe or whatever. I'm not consciously going like, this is a woman. She's less than me just move her out of my way that's a guy we might get into a fight so let me do it this way i'm just kind of operating the way (laughs) i think a lot of people operate and they just don't really think about it you know what i mean and that's the big thing is people just don't think about it so it's not so how do you apologize for that you know other than to just say yeah i can't i see what that is because I try to do that. I try to do that. (laughs) But you know what I mean? It's like, how do you apologize without, you know, just without sounding... And I I think what you do is you say, fuck that, what it sounds like. Just, that's what it is. This is where we live. It's been okay for men to do this. And I was a man living in that world and I gotta check myself, so I stopped doing that. But yeah, cause you know, what they're accusing him of, 
is he made some different women feel uncomfortable because he did this thing where he put his hands on their shoulders and pull them in like this. Like, not like... That's the thing. It's not sexual. But in a way, it is, I think. On a... And that's why I'm saying it's hard to apologize because now... I'm saying it, it is on a subconscious level, but I don't mean he was running around talking about, hey, you want to meet me after the rally? You know, he was just kind of, this is a woman, and this is what we do with women. You know, we, it's standard, or if not standard, it's not so out of the ordinary to just kind of grab her gently and say, hey, really appreciate your support or whatever, but you wouldn't do that with a guy so much. With a guy, you stick that hand out there and shake and do a hard grip. With a woman, you like lightly grasp her hand or maybe pull her elbow in while you shake. It's a, it's a thousand different ways that guys and girls, we've operated over the years. And you're just going to have to, some are real obvious. Like the woman speaks and you look her in the eye like, who the fuck told you to talk? There's that. And then there's the real subtle stuff that you go, oh, I didn't really think about that so much. But you know what? You're right. And you, you, you know, and then you can move on, I think. But he kind of did an apology where he said, I'm sorry if you were offended. It was never my intention. And... It's just it's a tough spot to be in because I don't know that you can quote unquote get out of it because there ain't really a whole lot else you can do. Um, grab some of those threes and just start putting them in a bucket just by themselves. I'm probably get two two of those in. Because cause what you got to do, and this is across the board, is you got to apologize for the past without it being like, okay, now that you have apologized, you owe me $10,000. You know what I mean? It's like, if, if that's where we're coming at it, then nobody's going to apologize because they don't want to owe nobody. <laughs> That's why you got people that go like, I don't own no slaves. My guy, I didn't own slaves. And it's like, okay. But we know that it was the thing and that it was a, you know, it was a reality. This treatment, this existence, whatever you're talking about, it yeah. was real. Yeah. And it was just a cultural thing. And we're understanding that we're changing, but you can't really change by just denying. I mean, maybe you can. I mean, maybe there's the guy that loses 100 pounds because he just kind of starts liking salad more than ice cream. But most people have to make a, a statement. You know what? I'm trying to lose weight, and I'm not going to lose weight if I keep eating ice cream every single day. I'm going to have to change my diet. That don't mean 
Oh, you're a terrible person for eating ice cream all those years. That just means, okay, you see, you see a change that you want to make, and you're going to make that change. So just let's go from there. But we get held up on that stuff, I think. No, I'm trying to figure out which ones I'm going to try and roll next, because I still got all these New Yorks and other stuff. But I'm limited on buckets here. That's four, eight, nine. And I need to, I'm recording again, but I haven't put anything out in over a week. Cause I don't know. I've been busy somewhat, but that ain't really it. I've been kind of self-doubting again. Yeah. Whether it's who am I to say that's what needs to happen yeah. with race, women, or anything else? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm just making an observation. And I think it's a valid observation. This country has acted in certain ways. Just like I have acted in certain ways. And if I'm going to make changes, I got to acknowledge that. You know what I mean? I got to acknowledge that eating a pizza every weekend is not going <laughs> to... They're going to help you. I went to the doctor's office with my father-in-law the other day and I stepped on the scale and it was like, uh-oh, Alex. You getting some weight? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, been a, I had all my stuff in my pockets and everything else, so I'm figuring it was probably realistically about 220 or something like that. But at one point, I was down to 200 pounds. And I was like, hey, I'm <laughs> as light as I've ever been. I've never been under 200 pounds since I can officially remember from high school days. And then I just kind of slipped off of the bandwagon, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where I think about this country, how it's going to go. Yeah. You know, uh, and that kind of, I've been thinking a lot about my book and how to word certain things and how to put the structure together. Have you started it yet or no? Well, what do you mean by have I started it? I gave, I got the storyline and I told you about this terrorist attack mm -hmm. and the flooding of the deal. Mm -hmm. So, is it together yet? No, not like I have 88 pages written, but what I've done is I've been putting no, the story I mean, together. By saying that, is how you started to uh, writing down your wife. That's what I meant. Well, I know you started to write it. Getting my wife there. to write is going to be. Working around her job too, because that's one of the 
challenges she's already dealing with is working, working 50, 60 hours plus tank bringing stuff home, working more hours. Yeah. I mean, it's important, so. No, of course it is. It'd be a way to get her off of having to work. That would be great. That would be awesome, man. I started thinking about that, like, because I was listening to, like, an audio play, and I started thinking, man, they don't even advance the story that much. Like, when I think about my whole storyline, that could be, like, three, four years <laughs> worth of actual show you know what I'm saying cause yeah, no, I know, I know. cause I was listening to this one and the dude like I ended up listening to like four episodes you know who uh, Rami Malek is mm-hmm. he's the guy that played uh, in Queen or not Queen what was that movie about Queen mm-hmm. about Freddie Mercury oh the recent movie yeah the recent movie I don't know whatever yeah. it was yeah 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 we are the champ I don't know whatever what movie was called he, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was one of their songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was Rhapsody. like, another one bites the dust? No, um. Another one down. Another one down. <laughs> but, uh, he, he did this, he's doing this series right now. Yeah. That is not similar, but it's kind of got the same. See, I started thinking about it. My idea is more positive than the normal. Because the normal story is like, well, in this dude's dude's thing, there's a blackout. And the show that he's making is called Blackout. And it, I listened to four weeks' worth because I just found it. And it, it's been going out. It's been put out for the last month. Yeah. And, uh... They barely done started the damn story. Because they go like, oh, and then there was a blackout, and then these cats show up from, which I think would happen, is the people who are like, we got all the guns, and uh, you ain't from around here, are you? Mm -hmm. You know, those kind of guys start running the town when you get into a situation like that and and that's where my book is different it's like because I was thinking about this it's like you know uh, and it's been a long time since I read the Cliff's Notes of it because I didn't read the actual book uh it was the best of times, it was the worst of times. Have you heard that before? Uh, That's the beginning of... Uh, what's that book? About the French Revolution. Charles Dickens. Tale of Two Cities. Yeah. But anyway, it, it starts out with that line. It was the best of times, it was the worst of times. Which... You can kind of say about any time, right? <laughs> I mean, like right now, they talk about how the stock market's doing gangbusters and the economy's doing great, but yet you got cats. You know, they talk about how great the economy is, yet you got cats out here walking 
to a job <laughs> or walk into two jobs trying to make ends meet and you kind of go okay what's what's the disconnect here because yeah. there's something that's off a little bit yeah And the truth of it is, is it's always, it could go either way. Yeah. And that's what I've been thinking about. Like, okay, having a line in there to go something like, it didn't have to happen this way. Yeah. It could have gone really ugly. But the more I'm thinking about it, because I told you about how Trump releases all this information on how bribery and how stuff is on both sides and I've been listening to a lot of different news and paying attention lately currently there's a lot of corruption in a lot of these states and stuff man and and then like the the woman who just won in Chicago the mayor I gotta go back and research this a little bit so she's the first Black woman lesbian mayor of Chicago, right? First black woman, first first woman, first not the first black person because they had a black mayor before, but first black woman and the openly gay person as a mayor. Now, how did she win? This is what I gotta go back and research. But some dude just on the been on the city council in Chicago for 50 years. Really? 50 years this dude's been a city councilman. And in that time, he's basically been accruing a lot of power because whatever scandal he got caught up in, like a bribery scandal, He was back in so many, or he had ties to so many of the other mayor candidates that the people went away from them all. You know what I mean? And that's my idea, is that basically the people throw their hands up and go, I'm not voting for the Republicans or the Democrats. These bastards are all a bunch of crooks. And, And get it down to a point of, you know, You wouldn't have, if if the right information came out in the right way, you could you could break the party grip and the. Have you heard of the the military industrial complex? Oh yeah. It's basically, it's just the notion that we got so much tied up in our weapons industry and in our military, you know, that that's one way that they control our government. Everything is done 
Like they, they have equipment that the military don't even want. Yeah. Like you ask the army, say, all right, we're making these jets. And they're like, we don't need them jets or them tanks. But they get them anyway because the people who make the tanks to have their operations spread out into so many different districts. Yeah. So they have control over the Congress people. Cause you know, they can go to that Congress. They can go to 10 different congressmen and say, listen, <clears throat> it's gonna cost you a thousand jobs. Cause we make the tracks for the tank here and we make the, the, the turret for the tank here. And we make this over here and so many different people that would be like, oh, we, we, we want them to get those tanks so we end up not doing what's good for the country but what's good for their business yeah, because their business provides jobs which then the jobs those are voters and the voters make the congressmen keep doing what they know they shouldn't do because they're so worried about getting in the office yeah. that there's no vision Oh, tell them about it, man. I Hey, thanks again for checking me out. And hit me up on Facebook, Michael T. Justice. Twitter, Michael T. Justice. And, of course, here at Anchor FM, you can leave a voice message. And uh, I would love for any responses and... Um, requests.